On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. At The Home Depot, we're dedicated to helping you build the skills that get your home projects done right. That's why we offer free and interactive online DIY workshops. During the live streams, our knowledgeable associates help you tackle your DIY projects no matter your age or skill level. You can learn how to install new single pole switches as well as standard duplex and GFCI outlets. Register for free at homedepot.com slash workshops. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Hey everyone, Tatiana Z here in Nashville for Americana Fest week. We are at Sputnik Sound and I am talking with I. How are you? Not bad, how you doing? Good, welcome, it's so good to see yeah, you. Good to be here. Looking fabulous today. <laughs> Thank you. How's Americana Fest week been for you? It's been good, it's, it's been, a, it's early start for me. So I, just, I just drove in yesterday actually, so. Um, Where did you drive in from? Toronto, yeah, oh, my family okay. came down with me, so. I was gonna fly, but they begged. They begged to come <laughs> back mm-hmm. to Nashville, so I'm like, okay, let's drive down. So, we got in last night, so. Yeah. That's so nice. Do you do you typically travel with your family? I, when I can, like I try when it makes sense to. When it, you know, like in terms of travel, um, it's, it's it's I got three children, right? Three so children. Yeah, it's, okay. It's a little difficult to get them all on a plane and head somewhere. Yeah. But when I can drive there, yeah, I try to. Uh, yeah. So. That's so nice. Yeah. The family they, they love there. it. They love it. So it's, yeah. it's good. And it's, it's good to s- let them see what I do and to be connected. And my wife is my manager as well, so she definitely connected to it and to be out there on the f- on the road with me. She, she loves yeah. it. Yeah. And plus, it's very good to have someone taking pictures of you and connect and putting them on your social feed immediately for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> your manager <laughs> yeah. helping you along. Yeah. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself, I, how you got into music, and uh, I'm supposed to ask you about Thunder Bay. Oh, f- oh you're supposed to ask me about Thunder Bay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's so a deep told. philosophical question. Okay. Uh, music has always been something I, I cherish and loved and always loved to sing, but I wasn't a good singer growing up. I was like actually pretty mm-hmm. bad. But I loved singing, and people noticed that about me. But because I wasn't a good singer, I kind of gravitated to more hip-hop. Okay. And I started rapping and stuff. But then when I got into university, I started a band where I was like doing poetry, rapping, and a little bit of singing. And my guitar player, I'll never forget, my guitar player was like, man, you're a good singer, but you got to listen to how listen to yourself. Like, we're all player instruments, and we you know, we, we have to play in tune with each other. We got we listen to each other. As a singer, you got to listen to yourself as a singer. So when he told me that, I just started like, focusing on my voice. It took a while for me to just really hone into my voice and find my sound and my voice, and one that I felt was really authentic to who I was as a person. And uh, that's kind of just natural. I taught myself how to play guitar, started writing songs. And it's just a, it's a longer process. I didn't mm-hmm. start as a child and you know just grow into it. It's mm-hmm. more like, okay, I love music. I'm doing this. And the, the kicker for me, why I really got into music was singing more so, was that I'm a huge like Bob Marley fan. Mm-hmm. Right? I love like everything Bob Marley. And I felt like there was no music that was hitting me the way his music, the, the honesty that was there and the passion that was there. So I said, if, if it's not there, let me create it myself. You know what I mean? So that's that kind of what inspired me to pick up a guitar and focus on really singing and going going the distance. That's right? a pretty solid inspiration. Yeah, he's my that's my, my dude, Bob Marley. Yeah. Man, yeah. So <laughs> you're gonna, gonna catch him when you're on tour? Is there a way for you to <laughs> catch well <laughs> not, not Bob, obviously, yeah. but you know I had I had with well I Rita I did a video online with my daughter. Um, we were in, in London at Oxford Circus, and it was a Bob Marley's No Woman No Cry, which is my mom's favorite song. And my daughter was in the video, and that kind of went viral. You know, oh. what I mean? and Rita Marley reached out to me, so that was, wow. that was that was some validation for me. Yeah, yeah. 
That's a dream come true. Yeah, that was like the next best thing would be getting Bob, right? But you know, <laughs> but she she liked it. She loved it and, all, and wanted to know about my daughter and loved it. So that that was a big big moment for me. But that's a while ago. So that's wonderful. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about the debut record. Oh man, in our time. Well, this is the second. The first the first one is we made it through the wreckage. Yes. The one that just came out is in our time. In our time. Yes. Just so came out. Sophomore yes, effort. Uh, sophomore. So that one is. Uh, Man, I just feel like as an artist, as a songwriter, I've, I've matured a lot and I've really focused more on, honed into what I want to say unapologetically and how I want to say it. And just to make sure that my music is giving people like hope without being corny about it. Okay. You know what I mean? I just want to be genuine and Nothing sincere. corny about hope, especially no. <laughs> It, ca yeah. it can get corny a little bit, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to make sure that it was, you felt it, you know what I mean? You understood that what I'm saying, I mean it, I believe it, and I stand by it. Um, so that that's what in our time is really about just looking at the world around me my family the state of the society what I've been through what I'm going through and just putting that on wax and, and literally on wax yeah. right? and uh, just making sure people can feel it that's the biggest thing for me if they can't feel it then it doesn't mean anything to me people have to it has to go right to the heart you know what I mean and I, I believed we accomplished that mm -hmm. right? yeah yeah well and your vocals are beautiful Thank you know you. you talked about the sort of um, journey towards honing your sound and, and in your vocals specifically and what you want it to sound like and I mean I think we're always evolving but right now what you've got going on does lift with your lyrics it sort of lifts us to another yeah another place it took a while to figure that out like you know like just to really I guess that, that's what I wanted my vocal my voice to do to reflect who I am as a person you mm -hmm. know what I mean? like, and that's why I think people connect to like when they hear my voice it goes deeper than just sonics it's, it's mm -hmm. about something that's connecting to uh, it's, it's a feeling that you connect mm -hmm. to and I, and I believe that's that's that what's in my the power of music yeah, yeah, yeah the magic of music absolutely, absolutely yeah. to connect what's inside yeah. with uh, an audience full of strangers yeah, yeah. And, and that's what it's all about connecting just and then when I go on tour or go on roads you can you can see mm -hmm. people connecting to those songs and when they come back and talk to me like Man, that lyric or mm -hmm. that line, like, I live by that now, you know what I mean? Or like, there's a song on it called Breaking Ground. Mm -hmm. And the first line is, I've been told I'm worthless so much that it gave me purpose. Mm -hmm. And I was in Minnesota, and a guy came up to me, and he was like, man, that song is perfect for the 12, I think it's a 12-step program, mm -hmm. you know, like a, uh, for addicts. Yeah. Um, and I never even thought about it like that, like, you know what I mean? People will right. use that to get out of that kind of hole, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so it's, that's what it's all about, right? That must be validating, too, to have people come and, and take your art and say, this is how it applies to me. Absolutely, yeah. It sort of opens your mind even further. Absolutely. Well, that's what, yeah. you know, to bring it back to Bob Marley, that's what he did for me, right? I mean, so that was my goal, to do what he did for me to other people, right? So. It maybe it all comes back to Bob. Bob's Everything is Bob said, Bob legend, man. Bob's that's why it's called legend. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so are you out on tour right now in between Americana Fest, or did you get to take a break? I just this? came back from the UK with the Lone Bellow. Um, we did a tour, a few shows out in the UK, from Edinburgh to Cardiff, Wales. And uh, that was awesome. They were an amazing band. Mm -hmm. uh, we got to uh, just me and my drummer opening up for them, but their audience was amazing. Mm -hmm. So we came back, was at home for like three days, got on the road, and now we're here. <laughs> so yeah. it doesn't stop. And then we go to Pilgrimage Fest after this. So yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. That's great. This tour doesn't end yet. No, tour never ends. <laughs> no. Never. And how does that, I mean, you said your wife's your manager, uh, but you also have three children. Uh, how does that, you know, how does it affect you when you're away from them, or are they... You know, are they used to it by now? Well, the question, how does it affect her, is a bigger question, yeah, okay. right? How does um, it affect it's, it's, it's like, you know, the, it's, we have Skype and stuff like that now, mm -hmm. so you can always see them and always talk Connect. to them. But you really notice it when you get back home, how much they miss you, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, when I just came back from the UK, 
um, before that we were on a long tour. So I didn't when I came back, we were across the states, across Canada. So I think I came back from that tour with Michael Franti. I was home for like a couple of days, mm -hmm. then went to the UK, right? And when I came back from the UK, that morning they were just all crawling all over me yeah. <laughs> and stuff. So you notice it, you're like, oh man, like they really, really miss yeah. me, you know what I mean? Um, my wife, like I just, I just, I try to like be positive. I try to like make sure <laughs> that I'm not complaining <laughs> on the road, even though I do complain. <laughs> Um, just because she has her hands full, you know what I mean? And, like, you know, we have another one. We have oh, another, congratulations. Yeah, another one out of the way. So, yeah. um, it's, uh, I love children. Like, like, my family's awesome. But it, it's, like, you're working towards that, that the goal where you can have them on the road with you. Because mm -hmm. I've always saw myself having my family on the road with me. Uh, but you got to put in that work, and you got to have those long drives, those long hours. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, you, when you see them, when you talk to them, you, you're reminded why you're doing this partly and how and what, you know, that you're working for something, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and not just for yourself, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And not just for your fans. Like, right. you have something, people relying on you back home um, and that want you to be home, you know what I mean? So to go back to what you're saying, to have them here, this makes, you know, they're yeah. out there running around and having a blast. Having a blast. Yeah, so. And, and taking part. Taking part. In the yeah. whole journey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> tell me about uh, the name I. It's it's quite unusual and it's lovely. And is it your birth name, given name? Did you choose it's it? It's my, my initials. So A-H-I mm -hmm. are my initials. It's not tuna. A lot of people say I. <laughs> <laughs> you had to know that that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't know because I'm a vegetarian, right? So okay. I didn't even know there was a tuna called ahi tuna. Oh. And Joe. So See <laughs> so how we learned. Yeah, no clue. We, we through art. I was like, damn. <laughs> oh. So um, then I'm going to I'm going to trump it. Up. No, that's the worst word ever. Well, I'm going to lift it, beat it on the yeah. on the search engine soon. Right? Oh, OK. Got it. We're going to filter. That. We're going to. Sorry, America. I apologize. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm Canadian. I, we, we use whatever words we like. What is your um, full name? <laughs> my full name is Akinoa. You can edit that out. My full name is Akinoa Abba Izar. Right. Um, so uh, I, A-H-I, just is my initials, mm -hmm. but also it's also a Hebrew word, which means brother or kindred they say ahi okay right? so that's why i, I like that one that's so. oh, beautiful yeah uh so you're, so you're from toronto or where are you from toronto so born originally brampton ontario which is about 30 minutes outside of toronto which yeah. is called the greater toronto area and uh that's my home i live in toronto now and uh yeah i've been coming back and forth mm -hmm. to nashville I recorded both my albums in nashville mm -hmm. so but yeah toronto yeah. and there's a great music scene in canada right now especially for americana artists you oh know, yeah roots, soul and americana we, the thing about canada because like we we have a very strong support system with the government but also we have like for someone like me i'll you know use myself example like because you're trying so hard to find it it's easy to how do I say this it's without sounding harsh? Like it's, okay. it's easy to run around in circles in Toronto. Okay. Right, but then every so often an artist will look at everything from a different perspective. You know what I mean? I don't come from a musical background, so I didn't enter to music with that perspective. You know what I mean? It wasn't about just getting on the stage or just impressing as many people as possible. It was about finding myself. And I acknowledge two things. One is that I have to do something that's going to make me stand out. Mm -hmm. And the other thing I acknowledge was that nobody owes me anything. You know what I mean? Not even an applause at the end of a show. So having that perspective and being from the outside, not being in Nashville, not being in L.A., not being in mm -hmm. wherever, you know what I mean? You find different means to get yourself heard, and you find different ways of writing or different ways of looking at the world, you know what I mean, just because you're on the outside, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think every so often ca Canadians have these artists that will just come out and just have these, like Joni Mitchell, this, this yeah. amazingly unique perspective. Great you know example. I mean? Yeah, so... Um, I think that's what Canada has to offer, and I, you know, I'm, I'm blessed to have been born there to have the opportunity to just have funding for things. <laughs> 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 like, like people. It's nice. Yeah, it's not, it's not too yeah. shabby. Right? <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, Canada's awesome. So. Great. <laughs> yeah. I, that's a <laughs> solid <America's> recommendation. Awesome. <laughs> I like that.
Uh, so I'm going to ask you one more question about yeah. Thunder Bay. Thunder Bay. Yeah. Why did you have to ask me about that? Well, I, I heard, I heard, I heard a little. I heard a little rumor. I just, oh, I, I want to hear it from, <laughs> from the source. Thunder Bay. I heard it was magical. Uh, no. Thunder Bay, yeah, man, that's a, that's a, how do I give, there's a, there's a Coles Notes version and there's a long version. Okay. Thunder Bay is essentially where I made the decision. It was like, I would call it my crossroads in a way, right? Okay. Without going through the whole story. Um, I met somebody else. I was like backpacking across Ontario. I don't know if you know how big Ontario is, but it's, it's huge. It's large. Yeah. <laughs> and Very I large. got as far as Thunder Bay, which is really close to the border. Mm -hmm. And... I was kind of a little bit outside of Thunder Bay, um, which is ab about 14 kilometers outside of Thunder Bay, and which is still, no, it's like all considered like Thunder Bay area. And I met somebody who, who kind of helped me just realign my life and realign why, I w what I was doing. You know what I mean? So at the time, I don't even know. I think I just wanted to like, I don't even know. I was just soul searching, if you, you know, in the, in the mm -hmm. cliche way. I was soul searching, looking for some answers about life, about my faith. And... This guy was like, he said to me, you know, like, where are you going? What, what, like, what are you trying to do out there? You know, he told me two things. Like, one, you need to find a wife. <laughs> so I was like, what are you talking about? When, where do I find one? Yeah, where do I find one? <laughs> and he said, he's like, a man's nothing without his wife, right? And the mm. other thing he told me was that he gave me an analogy about this, this, this guy in Africa who had a farm. And his farm was producing all these great crops. But eventually the farm stopped producing crops. It just couldn't produce anymore. And he saw that the diamond mining industry was booming at that time. So he sold his farm, went out and started tr tried to go into the diamond mining industry, bought a mine, and he couldn't get anything out of the mine. Just was, was no diamonds, nothing. And eventually he was even more broke than he was before. Mm -hmm. And he had nothing. So after all these years, he's living on the street. Goes, he said, I'm going to go back to my farm and see how it's doing. Goes back to his farm, and the people he sold it to turned it into one of the most lucrative diamond mines in, in the land. Right. So, so what the point of that story was, that you're going out there searching for all these answers, mm -hmm. but the diamonds are on the inside. The diamonds are, are here, mm -hmm. right? And putting that in perspective for me, he said to me, he's like, what do you want to do with your life? What, what are you going to do? And I, the only thing I could think of was music. It was like, music, I love making music. And he just broke it down, and like he got really serious with me, and he's like, this is what you're going to do. You're going to build your following, I'm giving you all the secrets of my life, right? I love it. You're going to build your following really slowly, really slowly, really slowly. And he, he compared it to Elvis. Like Elvis kind of just slowly built his, his fan mm -hmm. base, slowly and slowly and slowly, until it was just huge. And, and, and it was just like a, a reworking of my life. And some people, there's, like, there's another version of this story that's, that people will find unbelievable, which I have to probably write in a book one day, right? But uh, it was a, uh, it was the moment. It was my crossroads. You know what I mean? Not, I, I didn't make a deal with the devil or anything like that. But, <laughs> but it was like I was literally at the crossroads mm -hmm. of Canada, and I said I can go that way and keep backpacking and probably leave myself to God knows where, or I can go back home and focus on something that I'm passionate about, something that I'm good at, and that's what I did. So now we're here, right? So. Yeah. And you found a wife and three children. And I found a great wife. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> The spirit moved you in the Bay. right direction. So that's, that's, that's where the lair comes from. Yeah, that's sleeping wonderful. in Thunder Bay, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad I asked. Thank about you. Yeah. That. So tell us where uh, tell us where we can find your updates and, and your music, the website. Man, I music, just search it. I music anywhere. AHI music. I think it's all my, my okay. social media handles. It's my website, okay. iMusic. Yeah, so let's go to my website, iMusic.com. AHI music.com. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Will do. Thank you. Probably right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for stopping by and chatting. Sure. Thank yeah. you. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only. 
right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.